All right. We are going to do another episode of KCI Quarantine, and this will be part three. And in true quarantine fashion, Nick and I are doing a Zoom meeting. So, Nick, how are we doing? I feel completely isolated, but great. <laughs> yes, we do are. Well, no. Instead of uh, six feet apart, we are about six miles apart. Yeah. But we, we can see each other. Yes. And we're both like in the same style of room. So I feel like we're, we're almost just, it's almost like normal. Yep. So how many of these other than um, the workouts that you guys are doing for Zoom, how much have you video conferenced over the last couple of weeks? Um, not all that much, actually. We did, uh, I think we did, oh, so other than workouts and stuff for the gym, I think I did three others or t- two or three others last week and then probably the same two or three others a week before we did one uh one for the church like a small group for our church and then last friday we did kind of a social hour which wasn't a wasn't a workout but some some of the 9 a.m crew did a social zoom which was a lot of fun we laughed a ton so that was that was a blast yeah it's funny we use uh, skype microsoft teams and then started using a little bit of that for work zoom as well and so we're, we're two weeks into the quarantine since kind of last time you and I checked in a little bit, yeah. um, did an episode with your dad. Uh, so we're essentially today is uh, Sunday, April 5th. Um, so we're about two weeks into kind of the official quarantine. And, uh, I think I've zoom or Skype about five times a day now. Um, really? whether it's, yeah, That's whether impressive. it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's uh impressive or it's pathetic, but, um, <laughs> It's a big number. We are using it uh, a lot for work, and uh, we had uh, a Zoom birthday party. So my daughter turned uh, ten really? years old last Thursday, and uh, even though most of my family lives here in Kansas City, about two miles from us, we all did a Zoom uh, birthday party. Got together on Zoom for her birthday. Yep, that's and, fun. Uh, was it, it? I mean, was it? I don't know. Was it? It was fun because it was it's a unique and exciting. Like if you did it every year, uh, it would kind of not be exciting. <laughs> but uh, right, it was um it was it was exciting because it was new and unique, and we all got on. Um, obviously, given the circumstances, and you know, with my parents and my wife's parents um, or mom, uh, it was you know we don't want to get together in an environment. My sister has a, a new uh, or newborn baby. So we don't yeah. all want to get together and hang out, um, but it was exciting. My brother did it from Columbia and his family. Um, so it was definitely fun and exciting. And I think it's kind of, you know, we actually pondered doing another Zoom meeting tonight with just the family just because. And sure. so that, that's kind of a little bit of the new norm is the connecting aspect of it. And as I mentioned, a lot of the um, video meetings I'm having with work, um, those could just be a simple 15-minute phone call, but we're introducing uh, a video component to it just because it's nice to see people and you feel like you're going to have a, a little bit better relate or uh, conversation than you would if it was just a phone conversation. That makes sense. I mean, you, you, you can kind of still pick up on body language a little bit and yeah. Yeah. When you, when you can see some, when you're, when you can see someone that you're talking to, man, this, it's a whole lot different, you know? So yeah, that I, so what I found myself doing, like, thinking about and i haven't really done much of it yet but like 
reaching out to people and saying, Hey, let's catch up via zoom. Right. Instead of like, oh, I'm going to text my friends that live in Florida or our family that lives in Florida. It's like, Hey, why don't we just schedule a zoom call together, which we never, never would have done two months ago or two years ago. Uh, and now it's like the, that's the topic of conversation. Like, Oh, should we get together over zoom or whatever Skype or whatever program you're using? But, uh, so, so it is interesting in that regard too. Like I'm definitely thinking way more along those lines of how can I add layers to those conversations and those relationships with, with a video call other than just a text like, Hey, how's it going? Are you guys holding up? Okay. Like, well, yeah, like world is upside down. You know, I can tell you that in a text or we can get on a, a video call and have that conversation. It's a lot, whole lot different. Right. So Yeah. I think it's a little bit of the exciting stuff as I was talking, even with my neighbors, we ponder doing like a happy hour and, and that's kind of the funny aspect of it is everyone's doing these uh, virtual happy hours and um, you know, you could just do it via FaceTime, which you can only do a couple people or whatever, but you could also just talk on the phone and drink <laughs> and drink without seeing them. I want to see you as it, you have your happy hour. <laughs> yeah. It is seeing them is very important and then it just adds a whole nother level. And, you know, I think people are reconnecting, you know, whether it's, you know, family a little bit away or it's friends, you're just using this now as an excuse to say, okay, I need some personal interaction or I'm not as busy. So let's schedule some meetings and let's have some fun and, and do it. So that's one good thing that's come out of all this. Yeah. I I think it is a positive, right? I mean, we're, we recognize the need for the connection, the human connection. We're not getting, we're not getting it during our day, you know, obviously like that, that interaction. So we're now we're really just creating, we're forced to create opportunities to say, Hey, I want to like, I want to see you and I want to, connect with you and talk with you. So yeah, if there is one, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of positives, but if there's one that we're talking about right now, it's yeah, we're being intentional with those, those conversations. Yep. Um, so last time we were together, um, we talked about, you know, this is a, a new normal and as we looked at it as kind of an opportunity, uh, for us to, you know, change a little bit of structure in life, maybe work on our diet, um, working on exercising. And then also we talked a little bit about innovation. So I think it's been really awesome to see what's happening with the uh, CrossFit community and all the content that you guys have been pushing out um, with the live at fives. And then you've been doing the zoom workouts and um, you know, the weekly or the daily emails and all that stuff. So once you share a little bit about how you feel like that's going and, and um, what excites you about that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, uh, it's all new territory. So it, it is exciting because uh, to some extent it's, it's like uncharted water for us, right? We are, uh, good at, or, or we're comfortable with being in the gym, leading a class, hanging out, giving high fives and doing that thing. So now we have been forced to think how can we, I don't want to say we're trying to replicate what we do in the gym, but how can we add value to everyone um, on a daily basis? And it's, it's been growing, I, I suppose, in the past two weeks, right? Because everyone that comes into KCI has a little different need, 
you know, whether that's social connections or nutrition advice or, or scaling and modifications and, or some people just need to work out really hard and then get out of town or, you know, leave the gym. And I, I think we've been, as the week, as you know, the last two weeks have kind of grown on us, we've realized more and more like, Hey, you know, people need different things and they need more communication and, um, or, or we want to give people more and more information and communication. So the, the question that we always ask is like, man, what tools or what resources do people need right now? Um, and, you know, our community is so diverse that we, everybody needs something different. So we've just said, man, let's just blanket everything and try to over communicate and, and put, put information out there and give opportunities for people to work out and connect and, you know, do different things. So it's, uh, it's been a learning process, but I feel like we've been kind of adding, uh, adding layers as we go. And I think even this week more, or this week coming up, we're going to be adding more, content and more layers to it so uh challenging but fun in some in some way you know it's it's challenging to try to lead and, and coach someone over zoom or uh just over text messages like hey i'm struggling working out i didn't i didn't get a workout yesterday the kids are running around driving me crazy and i can't get my schedule down and so it, it's added a different layer of all right, well, how are you going to schedule your workout tomorrow? And then being holding people accountable to doing that rather than saying, well, I'll see you at the 4.15 PM class tomorrow. So it's, it's a challenge for sure, but it's, uh, I, I think we're growing from it. You know, I'm growing from it and Christine and the other coaches. And, and I believe that a lot of the, the members are also growing from it because they're, you know, forced into a new situation. Yeah, I think from my standpoint, I think a couple of things that have been really interesting is, is, you know, typically you'd have your class and that's your reminder of, of being physical or doing a workout where now you're hitting us so much from so many different mediums there, you know, whether it's the email or whether it's the multiple posts on Facebook um, or whether it's the live on five. So now it's, I feel like it's more in the forefront and again, we're all kind of trapped in our house. So we're looking for need are looking for ways to be active. So maybe we're looking for it a little bit harder, but it's, it's right there for us all the time. And I've, since it's happened, I've been working out, I think six days a week. And then, um, you know, I'll do a couple of workouts maybe in a day, um, given if I miss one. So I feel like the need to work out a lot more because of what's going on. And I feel like it's a little bit easier and my desire to post it in Zen. I think that's been really cool how you guys have, um, you know, open that up so we can post an at home, uh, score and Zen planner and get credit for it. I think the workouts, um, you know, have been obviously tailored, whether you have the A or the B and then the, you know, the weights that we have at home and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think sure. that's been another huge aspect of it. Um, it's no longer a, you know, an hour commitment, that's kind of one of the downfalls of it is it's, you know, it's a, maybe a 15, 20 minute commitment because your warm up yeah, is sure. only a few minutes, but I, hopefully that we're all getting the workouts in. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to see that a little bit more from Zen planner, but I think it gives a great opportunity for everyone to be more active than they were before. 
because it's right there for them on their phone. Yeah, honestly, that's been a, a priority of ours. Like, how can we keep it a focus when you, when we when we don't have a schedule to give you, right? I can't say, well, Brad, come in at 4.15 or come in at 5.15. Now it's like, well, we, I want to make sure that you are just as focused on your daily workout as putting other things into your calendar, right? Like certain things need to happen throughout your day. You know, parents, your kids need to go through their schoolwork and you have to get work done and you have to get all these other things done. And I also want you to work out, you know, and, and yeah, it's not an hour commitment. And I like what you said, because I think it's true. You know, it's realizing now that like that hour or what, you know, plus commute is, is really valuable going to the gym and and going back to the gym. You know, now it's like 20, 30 minutes. I'm going to get in the garage or I'm going to go out in the driveway and bang it out. But uh, yeah, it's just been, uh, it's been a focus of ours to keep it to keep fitness or to keep the gym or this community in the, in the forefront, you know, or at least keep it up there with, with people's priorities, you know? Yeah. And and going back to innovation, maybe something that comes out of this is as a member of KCI CrossFit, we'll have the workout of the day in the gym. And then maybe there's a workout of the day at home. Um, And maybe those are more of the A type workouts because you'll need all your weights and (laughs) and gear back. (laughs) But, yeah. uh, but that would be, I think something that could definitely come out of it. And, um, you know, that'd be exciting. I think the two things that have definitely missed is one is the community, even though we're doing a lot of really cool things to engage that. And I think a lot of us are, you know, logging into the live at five really just for the, the interaction to kind of say hi, not necessarily to watch you go through the movements, but, um, right. Yeah, of course, you know, the other thing is, is, uh, I do miss having a coach kind of correct me on some of my movements and, and, um, I feel like I'm maybe getting a little, little, uh, relaxed on the form on some of these cause you're just trying to kind of go through it. And, and obviously we're doing a lot of dumbbell workouts, which, mm-hmm. you know, kind of maybe helps you cheat a little bit or, you know, it's not something maybe we did all the time, you know, when you're cleaning and you're snatching and you're doing thrusters and you're doing all this with dumbbells as opposed to a dar uh, a barbell is definitely challenged that way. So I'll be definitely excited to get back into the gym, but it's been a couple of things I've noticed since uh, I started working out at home. Yeah, there's, man, there's a ton of, oh boy, we could probably have another episode on just differences in workouts, but yeah, it, the intensity is different. The, uh, the focus on mechanics is a lot different, you know, unless you know, mechanics have to be ingrained into like the root of who you are just with working out because it's, it is important. And, and at home by yourself when no one's around you and a coach isn't saying, Hey, can you go lower in that squat? Or, Hey, you're, you know, you need to pull your elbows back in that high pool. Like um, you tend to slack off, you know, because the accountability is just is down a little bit. So yeah, the, the accountability is huge and, and, you know, whether that's talking about the movement quality or whether that's talking about the accountability to just straight up working out. Um, you know, there's, it, everybody's in a little different position with, with accountability, but that's one of the biggest hurdles for people right now is to keep accountable to 
one, a schedule, but two, adding in your workout to that schedule, you know, because things are just all over the board, you know, the kids are running around and work is all, all over the place and, um, it's hard to keep a schedule. So, yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. What's I'm going to say schedule slash structure. So we're, again, we're two weeks, we're getting ready to start our third week of this. Um, I think some of us are settling in a little bit, but we're also maybe settling in with some bad habits as well. And so I think it's a, maybe a good reminder uh, for us to reflect on that and maybe change some of those bad habits that are forming and make sure that we try and kick that in the butt uh, in this week to kind of try and get back on track. Um, but let's talk about structure, um, you know, from, I'd say maybe three, three points. One is the exercise aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um, two is social, uh, which I'm going to say is social slash drinking. And then, uh, (laughs) the third one is, is, uh, kind of the nutrition side of it. I know for me personally speaking, um, you know, I had dug on right before, you know, we kind of started that second week and, um, I felt like I was dialed in there pretty well and, you know, eating pretty well. And we were definitely structured with the kids and when they're getting up and school activities and trying to get them lined out. But the last four days um, of last week, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was definitely a struggle for me from a nutritional aspect of it. And part of that was my daughter's birthday, as we mentioned, brings in cake and some other things, but pizza. Um, But yeah, definitely looking to get that back on track. And so we're, we're purposely, you know, did a better job shopping this weekend and meal planning for this week uh, to try and get that back in and on schedule. And then the other thing for me, and I'll, I'll let you talk here in one second, but I was, uh, was pulling up and um, al- alcohol sales for the last week of March were 55% increase in alcohol sales for the last week of March. Really? And it goes, <laughs> yeah, and this is according to Forbes and, and it's so funny because to me, that's one of the big things. And again, we talked a lot about the need to be social and with our neighbors, any day that's nice, we are now sitting outside um, for an hour and we're having what we call driveway drinks in our neighborhood. Um, that's kind of our social activity. And so now instead of just drinking on a Friday or Saturday, now where it's like, you know, four or five times a night. Yeah. But it says uh, nationally, the biggest spike was tequila at 75%. Closely really? followed by gin, uh, wine sales were up 66% and beer, uh, in a reversal of the usual recession consumption pattern lagged, but it still rose 42%. That is so un- liquor sales were up more than beer sales, more than beer sales. Interesting. But isn't that crazy that, um, you know, their sales are down because they're not able to go to the restaurants and all that, but your yeah. personal consumption is up 55%. Man, I, so as a CrossFit coach, uh, we might yeah. be moving a little bit more, coach, but uh, we're sure <laughs> drinking a lot more calories than yeah. we should be. Oh man, it's a struggle, right? I mean, uh, I I think you know you got to ask yourself like what, why, right? Like wh- why is that the case? And this is like nationally, right? This isn't just Kansas City, and this just isn't our community. So this is a national statistic. Like why, why is that the case? And um, I mean, people are, people are stressed out and people are isolated and people are, you know, borderline, maybe depressed. I don't know. And, you know, alcohol is a, uh, it's a depressant 
and it numbs that feeling. And that's, uh, you're treading in dangerous water, honestly. Like it, it's just, if you look on a macro scale, like you're, you're talking about habits and you're, you're developing habits one way or the other, whether you're avoiding alcohol or whether you're, you know, whether you're going for it. And so you gotta just, uh, you gotta understand the long-term implications of what's going on right now. Right. And whether that's just, you know, whether that's talking about your alcohol consumption or whether that's talking about your snacking or whether that's talking about, well, my kids are just going to wake up and I'm not going to, they're not going to do any school and they're going to watch an iPad for eight hours today and just, you know, veg out. Like, yeah, we are in a unique time and yes, it will pass. But, but a lot of the things that we're doing right now, because our days are so repetitive, we're, we're building habits. We're, we're changing our habits. And, and when life goes back to normal, you know, give me some air, air quotes and normal, like these, the habits that we're doing right now can and might persist into back a, a normal lifestyle. Yeah. So it's, that's scary, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a little bit on the dangerous thing. You're willing to compromise because the overall stigma is, is we're a little depressed and we're a little, um, you know, we're looking for something positive and then any sign of that, whether it's, alcohol or you know social happy hours or zoom calls or whatever you're taking any advantage of possible to try and grab any of those which obviously according to this data is leading to a lot more people drinking and as i said it definitely adds to it so my uh my goal this week is to kind of get that back in check a little bit and and uh know that i'm you know two weeks into something and i i don't really want to start a bunch of bad habits that come out of it so um you know i'm going to get, get back in check with my meals, with my kids. We went out to eat, you know, a few days last week, as far as the drive through pickups, Jimmy John's and subway and stuff like that. And so I need to get back in the habit of, of doing that, make sure the, the, the activities is not a problem. Um, like I said before, that's working out has not been a problem, even though we're not maybe burning as much calories because the intensity is maybe not up or we're right. not working out as long, but, um, excited about that. Um, our family, we bought bikes. And so we've been yeah. walking, walking every day, um, for lunch and we've been riding bikes every day, a couple of days a week, or I'm sorry, a couple of times a day, uh, just to get out of the house. We'll go ride, you know, four or five miles around the, around the neighborhood, which just gets everyone kind of active. And awesome. hopefully this weather will, I know we got a couple days, but, uh, that ahead of us, but man, if we could get the weather to turn around for us, it would be, it'd be pretty awesome. Well, it should this week will be nice. I feel, you know, temperatures are coming up, sun's coming out. So, yep. I also wanted to share, Nick and I were talking a little bit. He was talking about some structure things, um, you know, again, to help with the habits. One of those is you need to make sure that you're tracking items. Um, and so I think it's as simple as, you know, whatever your focus is for this week, whether that's to eat better um, or to make sure you work out or, or whatever your activity is, but you need to try and provide a metric for those. Um, we want to, you know, just grab a calendar and draw an X through it is probably one of the best ways to do that because it's visible, it's physical by your drawing the X. Uh, so I definitely encourage everyone to kind of look at that. Um, absolutely. There's a great app that I've used. It's called way of life. Um, 
and the way it works is the free version. You just sign up for Wave Life, and you'll get three free check marks a day, basically. And those check marks, you pick what it is. So mine was, you know, one soto a day, no alcohol for the day, and then you know, workout for the day was kind of mine. And so every night I would then check all those. So again, it's a little visual. It's not as in front of you as a, a calendar on the uh, fridge, but I've enjoyed it. Um, it's you know, holds me accountable a little bit because yeah, at night awesome. I try and track my progress and then I'll give you a report on how you're doing every day. Um, what's it called? Way of life, way of life. It's a, it's in the app store and it's just a green check mark. So it's a green box and then it has a white check mark in it. And it's a simple one to do. We've also through work and a lot of you, I know use Microsoft products and you probably have the Microsoft office, but Microsoft, uh, has a product called to do as well. And that's just a simple thing, almost like what you got on your phone with reminders um, or your your reminders list that you have on your phone. And you can create tasks or lists and stuff like that. But that's another simple digital tool that allow you to go in there and say, okay, today I need to work out. I need to eat healthy. You know, I need to, you know, mow the yard, do laundry or whatever your task might be to kind of help you get back on track. So maybe this week, if you're on the on the teeter-totter line, of structure, maybe you should double down a little bit um, with trying to come up with a to-do list or create some good structure for you. So that way you uh, have a productive week. Yeah, man, that I would say that's a hundred percent spot on. And I'm actually working on a to-do list for, for our community, um, fitness and nutrition and a couple other things wise, but yeah, I completely agree. And I'm, you know, you and I are both similar and we're a to-do list and kind of a checklist style. Um, I think one thing that's super helpful for me, and this was pre quarantine and all this was to, to look at my week beforehand and then schedule out my priorities and then schedule out the tasks and the to-do list. And then, you know, and then determining on what this, what your daily schedule is, you break out your, your time and, and that sort of thing. And everybody's got a different schedule and now it's just kind of up in the air, but you know, you need to understand like, okay, well, I have priorities X, Y, and Z and priority X is going to take me 20 minutes. So I'm just going to plug that in on a Tuesday and priority Y is going to take me an hour and a half. And that's going to, you know, I'm going to spread that out between Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday or something like that. You know, it's, but that, that structure for yourself and, you know, your kids too, those of you that have kids is, is critical. You know, we, we thrive and we, we, we do best. We, we perform our best on a, uh, on a schedule, you know, obviously we sleep on a schedule, we eat on a schedule. Like we, we go to work at the same time. Like, so we'd need to do our best currently to, to maintain some sort of schedule. It's not going to be the same feel and look that we've, that we had two months ago or six weeks ago, but as best we can keep, keep some sort of schedule. And I, I really like to look at it. I like to look at it a week or not a week beforehand, but my, my rhythm is on a Friday, Friday afternoon, I'll pull up my, my planner and I'll write my priorities and, and big tasks for the week ahead. And so I'm, I'm done with it. You know, my week isn't over on Friday, my week, you know, will spill over to the weekend, but I'm ready to go like Monday morning, tomorrow morning, I'm going to flip open that next page, you know, the week of April 6th and I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. And I know exactly what I want to do when I want to do it. And obviously, you know, things are going to change and I, we've got to be flexible with it, but 
yeah, keeping, keeping a rhythm is important. And I love, you know, the app suggestions. Like if people love the apps, I'm, I'm like a pen and paper. So I'm, you know, that's my, my go-to. I love literally like writing a check mark in a box. Um, but whatever you can do to keep a, a program and keep a schedule is, is critical. Yep. I think uh, if you like the pen and paper, one thing I utilize is it's called bullet journaling, B-U-L-L-E-T journaling. And um, they have a website and uh, you can also just YouTube it. And it's really just a structure in order to, it says journaling. It's not like you're writing a journal per se. It's just a organized to-do list that you look at it. You'll take a monthly activity list and you'll break it down into week by week by week. And then whatever doesn't get done, you know, either that week or that month and gets carried over to the next one. And if you start to see things that are not getting done, then you need to ask yourself, well, whether this is necessary or is this just a, a, a to-do list item that I created that no longer holds value. So I would definitely check that out. And, you know, for your parents out there, for you parents out there, I've helped out a lot with my kids with uh, just a simple to-do list as well. You know, the teachers every day now are sending, we have a uh, daily learning plans in our school district and they're sending a daily email. And so I'm creating just a simple to-do list for our kids. That's, you know, Google classroom. We do scoop pad, we do prodigy. Um, we do all those little programs and then they have to do music. They have to do art. We have to read for 40 minutes. They have to do daily journaling or creative writing. Wow. And, cool. And I think that that's been a big help with my kids because they just come they, they get up in the morning, they come in and see me in the office. I give them both of their, their to-do list. And then, you know, that keeps them busy from about nine to three o'clock. We have lunch there and we have a, a walk and like a bike riding, as I mentioned before. But that's been really helpful. And they're completing the to-do list every day. And they usually kind of end the day with their art, our drawing activities, because uh, those can take a little bit longer. And so it's just a nice way to kind of end. And we try and wrap up the day around four o'clock for them. Um, so it's been good. It's been really good. I'm definitely proud of my kids and the way that they've been handling this and they've still been working on their schoolwork. So it's, uh, it's that's been good awesome. and yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that structure is awesome. They, the kids are going to thrive on that structure and you got to give them the tasks and the things to shoot for, man. That's, that's a huge win. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's unique too right now because weekends no longer are as important as they were with all the activities the weekend now is just Definitely. a day where, you, where you're not working right but there's nothing to do so <laughs> it's uh it's crazy yeah so. absolutely all right nick anything else uh no i mean i feel like every week is different and every almost every day is different i mean even though it feels like groundhog day like every week you know i look at back a week ago or two weeks ago and we're in a completely different place than we were. So, uh, for now, I think that's good. I feel like if we talk again in seven days that we'll have different topics and some layers to add to it. So let's just leave it here. Awesome. Well, I, uh, appreciate all the content that you guys are pushing out. It's definitely been a big help, uh, with all those things and structure and keeping us going through this. So, Really appreciate all the creative things that you and your team are doing. Uh, definitely helps. It's amazing how much I look forward to live at five for 10 minutes just to look at some people and see a right. few people check in. It's, it's it's crazy how those silly things matter, but they really do right now with the community and yeah, it's so nice fun. to check in. It is. Yep. Yep. And I hope we 
continuing to do that even more and more. So yeah, thanks. It's, it's fun. It's a challenge and we, you know, we look forward to connecting with everybody however we can. All right. Thanks, Nick. All right. Thanks, Brad.